Welcome to the Vital Zone podcast for Tuesday, November 3rd. S&P futures are rallying 46 points. That is about 1.4%. NASDAQ futures are lagging a bit. They are up 90 points. That is about 90 basis points. The major European indices are up about 1.6 to 1.8%. There is a strong cyclical bias in Europe. So autos, basic resources, banks, energy are all doing very well, up about 27 to 3% for those groups. The Asian indices all finished higher across the board as well. Uh, Japan was closed for a holiday. Um, so there's really not much incremental news. I think what you're seeing in equities, I think you saw this starting Friday afternoon. It continued yesterday, and obviously it's extending into today. It's just markets looking toward the end of this week when there will be clarity, hopefully, on a variety of different macro topics, including obviously the election. Um, I don't necessarily think it's so much a Trump versus Biden uh, rally, I think again, it's more just an issue of clarity. So, uh, you know, again, just running down the election, um, you know, I continue to think Biden is very likely to win. He has had a very durable, he's had a very large poll lead now for weeks. It has tightened a little bit over the last month, certainly into election day. But keep in mind, too, the majority election is already done. You've had nearly 100 million ballots cast before today. Um, depending on what model you want to look at, you could see total voting. Of about uh, 145 to 150 million, which means you know you're probably about 70 percent of the process is done before election day. So again, the majority of it is already finished. Um, you know, Biden has a variety of different paths to get to 270 plus electoral votes. Um, I think the most likely one will be recapturing all of Hillary's states from 2016, as well as um, you know turning Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania back into the blue column. Pennsylvania is going to be the single most important state of this entire race. Um, Biden had been up about six points on October 1st. Uh, that was about cut in half. He was up about, you know, depending on which poll you look at, three points approximately on average um, as of yesterday. So still a sizable lead, but certainly now uh, less than it had been. Um, I sent around a guide last night. It's also in the piece this morning, just looking at when polls in the in the various different states will close. Um, but again, Pennsylvania, I think, will be the most important state. Whoever wins Pennsylvania will go on to very likely to go on to become president. Um, the Senate is still, you know, in in coin flip toss up. Democrats have an edge. They're just defending fewer seats. They have more money. They should see some momentum from Biden. Um, but it certainly is not nearly as clear as the presidential race is. I will just note, though, that whichever party gets the majority in the Senate, it's going to be very small. Even if McConnell keeps his job, it's very likely Republicans are still going to lose some seats. Um, and that goes for Democrats, too. If they do manage to get the majority, it's not going to be a very large one. So, um, you know, I know there's all the talk about a blue wave outcome, et cetera. Um, if the Democrats have a very small majority, that's not necessarily necessarily going to give them free reign to just pass whichever bills they would like. Um, especially given that the seats the Democrats could pick up are going to be in relatively conservative states. So uh, you're not again, you're not going to see every Democrat senator necessarily just toe the party line. Um, I think regardless of what happens, though, you're still likely to get incremental COVID fiscal stimulus of about a trillion dollars, if not more. Um, you know, remember, there are the votes. The votes in the Senate exist right now for a bill probably of at least one point five trillion. It was just an issue of McConnell allowing that vote to take place. Um, I think he'll be much more amenable to it once the election is out of the way. So I think, you know, you could see as soon as tomorrow, if not, you know, Thursday or Friday, um, you know, negotiations begin to resume again around around fiscal stimulus for covid. Um, and you probably could see some measures get passed in a piecemeal fashion in the lame duck session. 
um, rather than wait to do everything in uh, January when the new government is sworn in. Um, you know, so I think that's one other area that you could see some clarity emerge around as well is, is COVID stimulus. Um, and again, it's not a question of necessarily who wins. Um, you know, more stimulus is coming. It's just it's a matter of how much. Um, away from politics, the other big theme I think you're seeing in the macro market is this kind of stealth rotation away from growth momentum. So I think the tech psychology changed um, in a very important way back in early September when you saw the Nasdaq crash 5% on November 3rd, and then it got hit again very hard just a few days later. Um, that really did seem to be a permanent shift in tech psychology, at least a shift that's going to last for several, several months. I think you just front, um, you know, you saw a lot of tech gains get pushed forward into the spring and summer, front loaded them into the spring and summer. And I think now tech is in a, in a phase of consolidation, digestion, and you're seeing a bias occur beneath the surface towards cyclical um, value stocks. And again, it's not a linear process. There's going to be um, you know, that it's going to ebb and flow, but you are seeing, I think, um, that process take place. And, you know, PayPal last night is just another example of a large tech company that posted, uh, you know, on, on any reasonable objective measure, solid earnings. Management is still very optimistic, um, but it's just an impossibly high bar for a lot of these companies. And you've seen that now pretty much across the board. Everyone other than Google, all the other tech giants have been met with selling pressure after earnings. Um, and none of them were really all that bad at all. So I think it's just more of a psych- psychological shift that you've seen in, in that area of the market. Um, and that's continuing this morning, where obviously you're seeing NASDAQ futures like S&P futures, and then in Europe, you're seeing cyclical groups outperform. Um, other than just politics, there's really not much other macro news to talk about. You did see the RBA decision. So the Australian Central Bank came out, they lowered rates, they expanded their QE program. Both of those measures were expected. The QE pace is maybe a bit more aggressive than anticipated. You are seeing central banks, after being dormant for the last couple of months, um, start to become more aggressive. So you're going to see the BOE on Thursday announce an expansion of its quantitative easing process. And then the Fed is the big wild card. The Fed meeting on Thursday is not expected to be very eventful, um, but we are still waiting for some clarity around the Fed's asset purchase program. So remember, they're buying $120 billion a month of treasuries and MBS. Um, they really have not clarified how long those purchases will take place for, if the pace could change, and then perhaps most important, whether or not they would shift the duration focus um, and perhaps bias the longer end of the curve uh, with their purchases. That was a, a subject of a big Wall Street Journal article um, Sunday night, Monday morning. So again, I think monetary policy is just one other factor that that's helping to obviously um, bolster equities. For the calendar uh, today, obviously the election will be very much in focus. Like I said before, I put out a guide as to when the major states close, the polling closes in major states. Um, there aren't any super critical earnings reports, although there are still a bunch more um, that are that are coming up. And then nothing major on the economic calendar other than uh, auto sales. So it should be relatively slow throughout the day. Um, you know, I think I, as investors just anticipate, um, you know, an outcome on on this race, which hopefully comes late tonight or early tomorrow morning. Uh, and that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.